I tell you, it's really fucking hot in here. Oh, it's fucking insane, isn't it? Like, I've got the window Obviously, shut. we're cause... not in this... Yeah, <laughs> window shut. Window shut, door shut. I'm in a room that's like eight foot by nine foot, maybe. Possibly a little nice. bit less than that. Um, it's very hot in here. I, I looked at the um, the weather website, the BBC one, just before we started recording, just because I was interested. Said it's like 86 right now, and it's going to be Degrees like... Degrees Celsius. Yeah, Celsius, yeah. Celsius, yeah. I only work in Celsius. What is this yeah. Fahrenheit? It's a, that's a game, that is. 86. Um, it's supposed to be like double it and add 30. Um, so we're at 163 <laughs> degrees Celsius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, buddy. It's going to be it's gonna be 22 overnight here tonight. Yeah, I love it. Well, <laughs> it's definitely door shut, window shut, trousers off right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sitting here in my pants. <laughs> I know you are as well. It's fine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, let's do this. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers video game podcast. Episode 17, recorded in pants. In this episode, JFG Ash and Alex play by Nelly's Rules. Trey Barker apparently knows nothing about The Last of Us 2. No, I know nothing. Bottle caps are now a used currency. <laughs> and the fuckwit wants to know where have all the shooters gone. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And if not, just sit in your pants. Hello and welcome to the Justice for Gamers podcast. This is episode 17. My name is Alex, and as ever, I'm joined by my good friend Ash. Hello, Ash. Hey, buddy. How are you holding up there? Sweating. Real bad. I feel like I've kind of just been sweaty for several days, just at all times. <laughs> the best part of my day is uh, after I finish work, I get in the car. And uh, I'm already sweaty at this point from walking. Yeah. But then it's just like, hey, let's just let's take it to another level of sweatiness in this like mobile greenhouse. I think that's what I'm gonna call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I like uh, it. Yeah, you, you pull the windows down, and uh, it makes no difference. You turn the AC on, but you forget that you know. You haven't like got it renewed or whatever is filled up, so that that just blows out hot air. It's, oh it's, no way! Your AC doesn't work. Not at the moment because I need to get it like oh. juiced up. But yeah, that's, mine's all uh, juicy. Oh, shit bag. I've never done anything to it. Well, you probably just haven't used it ever. I don't know. Not very well, much. Do you need You'd to have thought I'd have used at it moment? at some point across the 88,000 miles that my car has done. You would have thought the aircon might need recharging, but apparently not. Meh, it'll be fine. Yeah, so uh, are you holding up as as well as me then, I'm guessing? Well, I'll I tell you what I find very annoying is that um, in these situations, uh, people laugh at the British quite a lot. 
mm. about the weather. Indeed. And they always say, oh, yeah, you know, we're always moaning about how it's too cold and it's always raining and there's never any sun and everything. And then the first day that it's vaguely hot, then everyone's going, oh, it's sweltering, it's so hot. <laughs> it's now, so true. I don't do that. I don't want it to be hot. And I don't complain if it's cold, ever. I like yeah. it to be cold. I don't sweat when it's cold. That's <laughs> nice. I like that. I like that about me. Yeah. And yeah, this is just, this is just silly. It's too. I'm a big fan of the heat, but you know, not when I'm wearing like thick black trousers, you know, and a shirt and tie. It's just uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, need, you, need... you had a run up to it. You were on holiday not too long ago with the old Hollish Lay. Yeah, it was beautiful, but I was wearing flip flops and shorts, and that was it. What you, you should know. have done is uh, worn full work uniform when you were on holiday. Well, was, yeah, preparation uh, work. To, like to build, it. yeah, to build you up to it. Yeah. Good, uh, well, in hindsight, uh, would have been good. <laughs> So this is podcast seventeen. Um, the eagle-eyed, eagle-eyed, eagle-eared. Beagle. Do they have good ears? Eagles. Beagled. Beagled. Beard. I don't know if they can hear well. We will go with it. The eagle-eared among you may have noticed that the uh, last two podcasts were not edited by Ash. <laughs> they were edited by me. Um, I don't know if anyone noticed that. Um, I don't know if, uh, what I mean to say. I don't know if anyone. Uh, noticed the swift dropping quality across the last <laughs> fortnight, but um, rest assured, things will change going forward. Um, but uh, a lot of people, we've had a lot of great feedback about uh, our brand new section, <laughs> indeed, which makes a return this week, of course. But that's probably enough of us just fighting on about nothing, and we should probably go on to what we've been playing. Yeah, games, I guess, isn't it? Passing by, catching everyone's eye. You have such a charming manner. Well, we've, we spoke about it extensively last week, uh, which is obviously Elder Scrolls Online. So we've uh, we've plunged a few more hours into that. Do you like it yet? No. <laughs> Oh well. No. I feel the same way that I felt about it before. Um, I don't hate it. I definitely don't hate it. But I couldn't possibly say that I uh, enjoy playing it very much. Uh, (laughs) It can be fun and it can be funny. But most of the time I kind of think I'd probably rather be playing GTA Online right now, or yeah, that's the issue, isn't some, it? Like, just something else. I, I just don't think the quests are, are good enough, um, and the combat is poor. It, 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 for me, it hasn't got that consistency. Like we would be doing missions, obviously. There's not a lot else you can do together in that game. Um, but then, like, part of the mission is completed by both of you, but then the other part of the mission you have to do on your own. And this, like, um, disjointedness, like, it, yeah, it puts me off quite a bit, to be honest. So, like, if we had, like, a, 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 a team of, like, four of us, you know, that, that'd be even more frustrating because, say, we've got to collect six bloody blahs, like, sack bags, I don't know, 
uh, and we each individually have to collect six instead of six collectively. That that is the most not m- just that either. Not only do we have to collect six each, but every time one person picks oh, yeah. one up, then that one disappears. Yeah, so exactly. You to, you're basically waiting for things to spawn. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like you. Your kind of thinking, actually, you know what? This is this is a bit poor. I, I feel like you've changed your tune a little over the last week or so, having played it for another sort of maybe eight hours, like we have. Yeah, it's. I'm still like enjoying it, and I still think I'll put like a hell of a lot of hours into it, just because I like that style of game. But for, for like a co-op game, it's not a very good co-op game. I think that's the issue that I've got with it. Um, but it I, doesn't do I've, enough to make you feel like you're playing with other people and they're vital to what you're doing. No, it's just you're there and they're there, and you're you're in the same area, and that that is where it stops, which is upsetting. You know, it's it's not like uh, another game that I've been playing this week, Destiny. Shock horror. Um, whereas I uh, know, whereas like you get your little fire team of three, and you take your and well, and you go through everything and you do everything together, and like that is a brilliant co-op experience. Whereas Elder Scrolls Online fails uh, at that point there, really. It's funny, really, because I think that a lot of the problems I have with the story and the quests in the Elder Scrolls Online is the fact that there's just no gameplay there, the fact that there's the combat's shit. And and so on. And then if if you talk about Destiny, as far as I'm concerned, pretty much the only good thing about Destiny is the combat. You know, you put those two games together. If you had Destiny's combat in the Elder Scrolls Online, then that would be a fucking great game. But as it is, neither of them are very good, in my opinion. They're they're both lacking hugely important components and mainly a storyline. Yeah. A storyline, yeah. or, or any sort of storyline, or any kind of substance in that area, uh, I would say. Yeah, and and the fact that like yeah. the main storyline in Elder Scrolls seems to be a solo thing. I mean that that's I don't get that. So annoying. It is really annoying. Yeah. So we we didn't really know what the main quest was and what were the side quests, and we were plodding through doing various side quests. We were having an all right time. That's the bottom line. I'm never having a shit time. I yeah. Just it's just not particularly inspired. And then we both hit level ten, so we could make our guild, which did absolutely nothing, by the way. Um, <laughs> and then we we meet the prophet again, uh, my Michael Gambon. He's it's come along to up. have a word. Uh, yeah. And. And it seems like every crucial quest, everything that drives the story forward, you get to the to the door you have to go through to start that quest or whatever, and it says it, you know, solo Soulless. quest. You have to do it on yeah. your own. This is an MMO. Like, yeah. what the fuck is that all about? Surely that's not standard fare in MMOs, that the main storylines are, are solo. Like, who plays MMOs on their own? Like, completely on their own? I just... What's it for? <laughs> I just don't know what the game's for. <laughs> I, don't, I still I don't, don't know. know. No, we can't go um, on about it too much because no. last week was like Elder Scrolls edition. But... I think this is just like a, a cheeky update on our thoughts about it now. This is not, and like we me. will keep playing it. It was about this point in proceedings that Ash remembered actually Fallout 4's coming out, and I probably won't play very much more of this Elder Scrolls shit. If it comes out, then I'll trade 
up for Fallout 4, <laughs> probably. Not long till that, mate. I know, I better get some hours in on Elder Scrolls Online then. See you later, <laughs> buddy. I'm off. <laughs> See you around. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I loaded up Destiny for God knows whatever reason on my own. Um, I, I wanted to shoot stuff. And I knew that shooting stuff in Destiny was really uh, satisfying. And it was. Um, I did absolutely nothing apart from go to the moon and the other like three or four places that I can go to because uh, it tries to thrust um, all of its uh, DLCs uh, in my eyes all the way down to my anus constantly which is nice oh yeah yeah why not you know I'd, I'll that's because it's a cash cow rather than oh, a game I know um, um, unfortunately I have no money so I can't give them it um, not that I'd I would say anyway. fortunately yeah fortunately <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah I, I was just shooting stuff um, I, I loaded it up I got like uh, it, it was like you've got a message at the whatever it is Citadel no that's mass. I can't remember what the name of it is and I got a elite sniper whatever the purple one is I don't care um, so I took that out for a spin and it was great I shot loads of dudes in the face I was jumping about floaty floaty on the moon really enjoyed it but then I was just like yeah th- that is it in this game that's all this game is oh, it's interesting that you dipped back in though yeah I, d- I don't know why I, I was just not intrigued or interested. I was just like, I just want to shoot stuff, and like, I'm trying to think of what other shooty games. What other shooty games have we got? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a real shortage. Actually, that's a there's a question coming up later in in the show about that exact thing. The fact Boom. that we there just aren't playing shooters. So we'll uh, have a little word about that later on. So yeah, and so I just played it because I wanted to shoot dudes in the face, and it was very satisfying shooting them in the face. I must say, uh, there's still quite a lot of people playing it. I don't know why they were all like level thirty-three, four, and I think I was like I'm twenty-seven, so I'm probably a million miles behind them in doing whatever it is you have to do in Destiny these days to rank up. I don't, I don't know. Um, other than that, I played and finished episode two of tales of the borderland and i have started episode three because i'm really enjoying it don't ask me why again i'm having a very strange week um the main reason i started playing tales of the borderland was you weren't online one night uh, so i was uh, going through all of my games and i was like i, I can't be asked i just I kind of want to play games, but I, I don't want to sit in, in the gaming chair. I just want to like chill out, like lying on the bed and just play something. So I thought, why not use a bit of remote play? So uh, I booted up the Vita, had an update on the Vita, so I did that. Um, and off I went and loaded up Tales of the Borderland. And um, the remote play feature, I don't know if it's had an upgrade or something's happened with my network, but... It was flawless. Like I, I ended up playing like the whole episode of episode two from start to finish, and like a little bit of episode three in like one sitting. Wow. Yeah, I know. It was a bit intense, um, and I, I only had two sections uh, where my Wi-Fi or something went a bit dodgy and it was stuttering. But apart from that, like the. Uh, the remote play on the Vita was fantastic. Uh, I also tried 
because I was like, nah, something's wrong here. It must be just because it's like Tales of the Borderlands and or Tales from the Borderlands, sorry. And it's like not very heavy processing or something. So I booted up Trials, which is very, you know, um, responsive with the controls. And that seemed to work perfectly. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. Playing like a PS4 game on this like little tiny screen um, that's working. Um, yeah, but Tales of the Borderland, well into it now. Loving all the characters, making all the decisions. Uh, I'm kind of working out when uh, a big decision comes up and one when like just a shit answer that it doesn't really matter. It's kind of telegraphed, is it, to a degree? Yeah, in a way it is. You, you can... Um, you seem to have a bit more time to think about um, when it's more of an important decision, um, I think. You know, that, that, that might just be me being weird and or, or like some sort of uh, sixth sense. But <laughs> that's that, that just what it feels like. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going through that. And, yeah, I'm, it's, it's a fantastic story. Uh, I had one bit where I was just like, this game is utter shit. And that's when it tried to be a computer game. <laughs> so um, you, you have to um, go from one box to another, like um, trying to dodge this like gun turret. And so like you poke your head out to see where it is. And like, so it scans from left to right, it, it scans past and it starts making the noise. So I duck back in, then I go back out because it's not making the noise. And it's pointing off to the extreme right. And then it just shoots me in the face. I'm like, well, that, that doesn't work. So then after that, I load it up again and I just go straight all the way, just like ignoring it turning left to right. And just, I, I get like two boxes to the end and you peer out. So, so you have to move the analog stick to say, that's the next box I want to move to, like a little aimer, yeah. But then right. when you move out from behind the box, that aimer resets to the middle. What's the, what's the point in that? Like, you, you're already saying, you, you've aimed over to that direction. You're like, yeah, I want to go that way. I'm ready for it. So you lean out and then you have to move your cursor all the way back over there again. And obviously that killed me like twice in a row. Um, so I was getting all kinds of pissed off with that and yeah, so on and so on. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be like there's like a timing thing to it uh, or anything. It's just literally just look and point as quick as you can and then the, it will just play the next cutscene which is terrible in in like a quick time event i guess because they're normally all about like timing and stuff aren't they but this pretty is pretty terrible that if, a game yeah. falls down as a game like well that, that's, that's the thing poor. like <laughs> because i was just like chilling lying in bed like watching it i would often forget that i was actually playing a game um, and like, I like the little choices. I'm quite happy to press a button or flick a direction here and there. But when when it starts taking me out of that like fluidness of storytelling, um, when it tries to make me play it as some sort of quick time event game, then it, it just goes tits up and fails miserably. It's funny you you seem to have come to accept it for what it is now to the point where when we were first talking about these uh, telltale games we were saying you know there's just no gameplay like there needs to be some gameplay here and now you've almost come to terms with it you're like I accept this as an interactive story to the point where I 
get annoyed when it tries to be a game because they just can't do that. It it does pose lots of interesting questions for them going forwards, especially the Minecraft thing that they're doing. Um, yeah, it's interesting. But I mean, you sound like you. I have a genuine interest now in Telltale Games, and you're really enjoying nope. the experience, for better or worse. So, nope. um, no? I'm, I'm the only reason I'm enjoying this is because it's Borderlands. I'm interested in the story. If it was, I don't know, maybe the, the other stories are good as well. Uh, but like the, I, I really enjoyed the Back to the Future one because it was Back to the Future. I'm really enjoying this because it's Borderlands. I played like the first uh, two episodes of The Walking Dead. Couldn't give a fuck about that because I don't. What about Game of Thrones though? You know, you watch all of those, so maybe you get into that one. Yeah, no, I don't think I would get into that. I think it would be annoying. Like, it's not going to be funny. Like, I like stupidity. <laughs> I think it would be too serious. I don't know. Maybe it's not. It does feel like the perfect marriage, doesn't it? To the Borderlands universe for Telltale. It's, it seems just seems ideal. But yeah. I suppose we'll, we'll have to wait and see what they come up with next. Don't know much about the Minecraft stuff. Yeah, true. Um, but one last thing. Um, another reason why I think I liked it was because I was playing it on the Vita. And, you know, my view on playing games on the Vita... It can be shit. shit. And it was still good. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if I play... I don't want to sit, like, in my gaming chair and watch a story. Like like I said, I want to go and lie in bed on my Vita and or on a tablet or something... And play those type of games. Like that's where they those those games or these games should thrive, not on console or I don't tablet know tablet games. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. So apart from uh, Elder Scrolls, buddy, what else have you been playing? I think to be honest, this is probably my most barren week uh, for gaming since we started recording these podcasts. Um, I've been doing everything other than playing PlayStation. Um, so, yeah, a bit of GTA. Been playing some GTA, as I always do. Um, been playing some Project Cars. Had a really good game night where we played lots of Project Cars. That was really good as well. Uh, and and uh, Pez, as usual. I've been playing Pez. But literally, other than, you know, that's my general sort of weekly staple diet of, of gaming. And then normally I'm tucking into something else as well. Uh, that I just haven't done that this week. I, I've literally, I've, I've nothing to talk about. I'm sure that <laughs> all of our listeners are completely sick of my regular tales about uh, my exploits on racing games and football games and stuff. Uh, I did my pe- Pez thing. I finished my season. I won every game. Um, well played, buddy. The the pressure of doing that was a lot. Uh, it was a bit much. The last sort of couple of games. Um, I'd already decided that I w- wasn't going to do any sort of reloading, rendering it pointless or anything. I was just going to get as far as I could. Um, last couple of games, I sort of snuck 1-0 and 2-1 against Stoke and West Ham, and I was really feeling it. You know, It's <laughs> <laughs> like I've won 36 games in a row. And yeah, so I won every game in the league and I won every game in the season except one which I drew because I simmed it. <laughs> uh, you shitbag. Yeah, it was a Champions League group game uh, <laughs> and I'd already qualified top of the group. And oh, I that, that's allowed then. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> yeah, well, but you, you didn't lose it, it though, though. No, because you didn't no, lose. I, 
I didn't lose. I, I won every trophy. I was in the <laughs> Super Cup. Um, I was in the League Cup, which is Pez's version of the Community Shield. I uh, won yeah. that one. The Super Cup, because I'd won the Champions League the year before. Um, so, yeah, literally, I, I, I won everything I went in for. And I, I finished with a goal difference of plus 156 in the yeah, Premier League. <laughs> um do. But I haven't played it since I w- I did that. It felt like this of that was a big thing, and now I've kind of stopped playing for a bit. But I'm sure <laughs> you I'll need go a back. break. But yeah. yeah, Project Cars. I'm still driving my atom around, reliving the that wonderful <laughs> day. Uh, <laughs> but that's about it. I have nothing more to say. So uh, I think that'll do us. Cool, buddy. Cool. <laughs> Now it's time for Fonz or Phoenix. Is, um, the Phoenix, the weather this week, because it's so hot and sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I went for a Fonz because I think we've had a, quite a few weeks of negativity. Uh, <laughs> yeah, last week was of, uh, terrible, wasn't it? Last week was pretty awful, and and it got worse after we recorded. Um, uh, it was announced shortly after we recorded that the, the uh, they'd also done a drinks deal with uh, Red Bull for exclusive content for buying Red Bull um, energy drinks and uh, saving codes and stuff. <laughs> But we won't talk about that. Let's be positive (laughs) this week. Um, This is positive. It's not really positive for the people involved because I think it was a bit of a misstep. But for us, it's great news. (laughs) Just a bit. Um, Nolan North was um, taking a QA and a session at uh, a conference this week and just casually, casually as you like, said... uh, I uh, don't really know what Naughty, Naughty Dog's plans are in the future. Of course, they're working on Last of Us 2, but other than that, I don't really know. And uh, <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he was supposed to say that. No, um, I don't think so. He played uh, Joel's brother, didn't he? In, uh, yeah. To Troy Baker was Joel, of course. Um, but I, I, absolutely fabulous news. I, I think... One of my favourite games of all time. Um, I didn't play it until the remaster, but um, just the most incredible single-player experience. Right up there for me, probably top five games of all time. Uh, right up there with Half-Life and Bioshock for me in terms of single-player experiences. Yeah. Um, I would be concerned to a degree that they'll fuck it up because Amy Hennig has left now. She was heavily involved in that as well as Uncharted. It's come out this week, actually, incidentally, that um, they were nine months into development on Uncharted 4 when when Amy Hennig left. She was yeah. the uh, one of the lead writers on the Uncharted franchise as well as The Last of Us. Um the fact that she's gone, I suppose we'll find out when Uncharted 4 comes out how detrimental that was to to Naughty Dog's productions. But um, 
I feel like they, you know, they're on the ball enough and delicate enough with their IPs that it won't be detrimental. As far as I'm concerned, Last of Us 2 is is fabulous news. Um, so excited. I don't know what they'll do with it. Um, Troy Baker came out, um, I think it was a matter of hours later, saying he knows nothing about the last of us two i don't know if he was yeah, if that was damage limitation it, <laughs> yeah they killed joel <laughs> off um but yeah i don't know yeah what do you think yeah man awesome news quite the slip up i must say but um you, you, you gotta think that, that 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 was definitely on the cards like a high percentage so. chance you know you probably yeah. would have bet a fair bit of money on there being another last of us um yeah man like wicked news well excited bring it on it's not going to be out for like two or three years though i bet so uh. oh god no no (laughs) we're talking we're probably talking 2018 or something but um yeah ps5 yeah (laughs) yeah launch title mate yeah maybe (laughs) who knows all i can say is i having played uncharted 3 recently um and absolutely loving it Although not initially, um, and and looking back at The Last of Us and and how that pl- how that felt to play, they already had the story down. Naughty Dog, uh, The Last of Us went a very long way to really refining the Uncharted style of third person play. You know, with your cover based stuff and your shooting and everything. I've, I'm I'm hugely excited for Uncharted 4 for that very reason because I know that it's going to be an Uncharted game that plays like The Last of Us's refined combat and movement. Um, they just seem to be going from strength to strength, and it's a very exciting uh, future for PlayStation gamers. I'm I'm glad I am one <laughs> now. Yeah, it's a big old phones. It's a massive fonz. There's not much to say other than that. It's, I mean, it's still a rumor. Obviously, Naughty Dog aren't interested in confirming it off the back of Nolan North making a slip up. But um, I very much hope that it's true. I don't know why he would have lied <laughs> about it. Um, and yeah, brilliant news, fonz. Woo. Nutcase posts 2,000 bottle caps to Bethesda, gets free copy of Fallout 4. Now, what's the price ratio? How many bottles did you have to drink? Obviously 2,000. 2,000. How much is a bottle and what type of bottle was it? Well, I would guess glass bottle for an authentic bottle cap it would Mm. need to be you know the sort of bottle you'd need to open with a bottle opener so I would imagine a proper can a a proper bottle yeah glass uh, bottle yeah maybe beer um, possibly ale yeah 
beer. Possibly an ale. Um, it so could be a Coca-Cola. You could be looking between 50p and a pound cheapest per cap. That's a lot of money for Fallout 4, mate. Well, yes, it is. Um, it's apparently took him seven years to accrue this collection. Um and he just yeah. sends them off. It's like they are Bethesda. Some, what are they going to do with them? But oh, thanks. Pfft, chuck them in a bin. <laughs> Probably. Recycle them. <laughs> yeah. Do they still have those what? places in America where you like take metal and then like you get money? Or like, you know, in cartoons, there was always like the tin cans and like recyclable place where you get money. Do you reckon Bethesda will do that? Just take them all down there and be like, how much can we get for these? No. I think they'll throw them away. Okay. But uh, quite funny. Obviously a big fallout fan. It's been saving bottle caps for all this time. And properly cool of Bethesda to... uh, Yeah, definitely. It's very cool. (laughs) Now, has he got that copy of Fallout now already? Or is it like... mm, uh, I would imagine that that would be like an active (laughs) pre-order. Yeah. Because yeah, that would nice. be crazy. Yeah, it'd be like, ah, oh, thanks, man. There's there's a copy right now. You can play it. You know, three months before release. Okay. Number two. Uh, Miyamoto is not involved in the design for the new NX. This is the new Nintendo system. Uh, he came out this week uh, with a selection of statements. Nintendo have been very vocal recently about everything. Uh, business facing and otherwise Um, he came out and said I've pulled myself back out of some of the hardware section and I'm really focused on some of the software that I'm involved in for example the new Star Fox game Uh, of course I am observing and looking at the hardware but I am not actively participating and making decisions um yeah, I don't know. I don't know if if that's good news or bad news. I think, to be honest, um, there needs to be some decisions made by some fresh blood there. Um, certainly, the Wii U seems to it was kind of a misstep. You you have to call it that because it it's bombed. There was the whole thing there. It came out. Oh, it came out at the wrong time. And it's true. Like if you get things at the wrong time, it's it, they're not going to work. Uh, whereas, like if you look at like. Um, was it Zinnia or whatever it is like they completely they were in the right place at the right time with their stupid social games and stuff uh, and it's yeah. just all about being there and then and doing it and they, yeah they, they just I think possibly yeah they did just miss the whole tablet bottom feeder by like a couple of years if they came out a couple of years or a year earlier might might have been might have been better for them. But I was uh, mainly a bit worried about the start of his, uh, his statement there when he said, uh, I've pulled myself back out of. And I was like, where's he going with this? Shaft Master. It did sound a bit naughty. I think, <laughs> I think Nintendo have always had a bit of an old school outlook. Um, I think now, this moment in time, they could do with some fresh ideas, some uh, some input from 
people who are a little got their finger on the pulse a little bit more. I think a, a lot of the things that make Nintendo Nintendo uh, are wonderful in terms of the old school approach and the uh, you know they're cautious about online multiplayer and all sorts. But I think now's the time. You know, I, I don't think they can afford their reputation can't afford a second console in a row that doesn't work for them. And uh, I thought this was the second you know, one that didn't work. I didn't think the GameCube did well, that. Well, did it? I suppose not. Yeah, I think they're they're propping up their profits with 3DS and that, aren't yeah, they? True. Really? Yeah, true. It's the Wii, yeah. They, so maybe a hit and a miss and a hit and a miss. Yeah. But um, so the, yeah, the NX don't know should about really NX. be the NX should really be something special if we're going by that. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to get quite excited to find out what it is because they're being so incredibly secretive about yeah. it. It feels like they're not being secretive about a standard console here. They've they've got something. There's something there, uh, and it's going to be a shock. And I'm looking forward to finding out what it is. Should be good, buddy, when it turns up. But yeah, we we shall see on that one. I guess we'll find out next year. Possibly. I think we will. So next, uh, it looks like we were spot on about the PlayStation 4 price cut thing. Um, as, as we'd already said, uh, the Xbox One's RRP, the 500 gig, went down to £300 to make way for the one terabyte model, which launched at £350 in the UK. Um, we were wondering the, over the last few weeks whether Sony would match that, whether they'd feel the need to. Um, they have, by the looks, because the one terabyte has been touted at an RRP of 350. Yeah. So presumably they'll drop down to 300 for the 500 gig as well. Um, not a surprise. No, it's not a surprise. But I mean, it's, you're better off buying that. Like, if you are going to buy it at 300 or 350 you better off buying the 300-500 gig one and just dropping like 50-60 quid on a 2 terabyte hard drive instead of paying 50 quid for a 1 terabyte one surely absolutely <laughs> yeah so yeah um, good news because dumb people all have more space but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it's true no it's yeah, true it, you're absolutely totally right is. yeah but if He's you're, absolutely right. you're not dumb, um, yeah, buy the cheaper one and upgrade it. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you Presumably, you, if you're listening to this, you know that you can uh, switch out the PS4 hard drive for uh, any, um, basically, laptop drive, isn't it? Is it two and a half inch? Um, three, yeah, two and a half inch, yeah, sorry, not three. Imagine trying to get a three and a half inch one in there. Come on! It's going to fit! Even if, you, <laughs> even if you don't know... Um, exactly what drive you need a, a quick Google search yeah. will reveal a several lists of compatible hard drives you can pick up a 2 terabytes for sort of 50 60 quid with offers and, and discounts and so on so yeah I mean what it basically means is if you've got um, a few brain cells then <laughs> for about 350 360 you can now get a 2 terabyte PS4 um, yeah which is cool. And you'll bloody need it as well, because I'm deleting games left, right and centre on my 500 gig at the moment. Whereas I am fine. Like I said, I still have Destiny installed, buddy, so I can do that when I want. And I'm delighted that I deleted <laughs> Destiny. True. 
<laughs> Next, GTA 5 Ill-Gotten Gains 2. Uh, they said it was going to be coming out this summer. It is out this week. Which is um, the British summertime right now, because after today, um, I'm guessing it's going to get shit again. I'd imagine so. Yeah. I'd imagine so. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, Ill-Gotten Gains 2. Uh, more clothes, more stuff. Probably more stuff that's incredibly expensive. Yeah, I reckon um, so. Um, but more content and more power to them for that. Yeah, why not? For, well, not free stuff. I was about to say free stuff, but it is free stuff. But you have to free s- if you put the hours in, buddy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's free if you just play the game. <laughs> if you literally work it like a job, you can buy all that shit. I'm doing it. No bother. Twenty four seven, nonstop. <laughs> Next. Minecraft PC version has sold over 20 million copies. And I'm one of them. Yeah. That's a lot of copies. Yeah, they've done well. I mean, um, Minecraft's still going. I mean, who's getting that money? Is Microsoft getting all that money now? I guess. I'd imagine so. They bought out Mojang. Um, or Mo- Mojang, Mo- whatever. Mo- um, Mo- I, I believe the J is silent. Mojang. <laughs> it's jogging. Yeah, it's jogging. That's right. Yeah. Um, Polygon. I was reading this on Polygon. They said that across all the all the platforms, if you include the um, console editions, the pocket edition, and everything, then that game has now sold over seventy million copies worldwide. Stupid, isn't it? I mean, amazing. I, we. I've bought it three times, which is dumb. Yeah, I've bought it that's, twice. That's dumb enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just, yeah, fucking well played. What a game! They they fucking smashed it. But but definitely the PC version is the best. No hands down. Well, it's the mods. It's the mod yeah. support that makes the difference. Exactly. Um, and I think that's what happens. Like they, they, all these kids play, um, play on their tablets or like on their consoles, and then they'll obviously like watch it on YouTube and then see all these mods and they'll be like oh I need to buy it on the PC and then like, they probably haven't got a PC that runs it so they'll have to get their parents to buy like a new PC you know and it'll <laughs> end up costing the parents you know up to and over a grand <laughs> just for fucking Minecraft I reckon but hey ho that's what we live in these days good times but yeah 70 million wow 70 million I don't know how you feel about the fact that Microsoft have bought it out. Now, we've been kind of lauding them with praise over the last few podcasts because of their um, efforts to try and, you know, bring the fight to Sony and, and, and sh- you know, show off the exclusives. They, they had a great E3 as well, I thought. Um, whether it's safe in their hands or not, I don't really know. Um, I suppose you could argue it's safer in Microsoft hands than Notches. Uh, <laughs> Probably. After he jogged onto LA and bought some like super mansion with a couple of Bentleys encased in it. So, uh, like you do. Why not? Fair enough. Yeah. But who like, knows where it'll go the, next? The thing, like, if Microsoft's like do it as like a PC Xbox exclusive, then I think they're going to shoot themselves in the foot. Like, um, they won't do that. No, they, they won't because like, I'm sure I read a thing today or yesterday where in Europe. Sony have a seventy to ninety percent like hold on the market in consoles. Now that which sounds insane to me. Yeah, um, I read that as well. It sounded know, mental to me. But <laughs> well, it just 
proves like well I was just saying like yeah so if um, I I don't think I would obviously because I've got PC I wouldn't go out and buy an Xbox One just for Minecraft um, but I don't know would you if you don't have a PC would you go and get an Xbox One for Minecraft no I won't be held to ransom over a single game under any circumstances I don't care what the game is out of principle I won't play it uh, in fact it would make me hate it quite frankly <laughs> yeah. um, so but then you know I, I, I don't know if I'm a standard <laughs> individual <laughs> yeah. in that respect true but yeah Minecraft day still going fucking hell yeah right next the Xbox Elite Controller or Troll uh, as I like to call them mm, trolls. Uh, looks like it's going to be game exclusive in the UK it's only available at game Amazon have cancelled all their pre-orders and removed it from their store and that uh, nowhere else was really selling it up until this point um, and game have been coming out with bold statements suggesting that this is the case so yeah it looks like this that elite controller they showed off in the Xbox press conference is, is game exclusive uh, in on these shores at least what do you make of that? They need something game, don't they? <laughs> yeah, firstly, that controller looks the fucking nuts. I would love to have, like, Transformer controller. I could just be like, boom, switch I it out you'd and like stuff. that. Yeah, seriously, that's awesome. Like, I mean, it just means that, like, surely, like, um, you can just replace parts when they start fall, like, falling into bits or whatever. But, yeah, uh, you, you don't have to be stuck with, the, like, the tiny grips you can get larger ones that are specifically made for it not like little covers that we've got but the fact that game have got it exclusively means that is wank because it's just going to be one price and it's always going to be that price and there's no competition there so i don't know um, might be cheaper to buy it from the states or <laughs> japan or something so you might want to start looking abroad for that troll because gamer normally it's a fair pretty shout shit importing. with the uh, sales of stuff, especially exclusive. Yeah. yeah, we don't really understand game because they seem to operate on their own terms and their own ridiculous prices, and no one seems to challenge them, and yet they continue to exist. Uh, I know they went through some hard times a little while ago. I don't know what their financial situation is at the moment. Uh, every time I go in there, I feel like they're just overcharging for everything to eke out that last few years' worth of money before they inevitably go under, which I'm sure they will. But um, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I like the look of that controller as well. I think it's quite a fun gimmick. I don't think I'd get one. Uh, obviously, we haven't got Xboxes, but uh, I, I don't think I'd get one, but... Definitely. I I don't care that much about my controller, if I'm honest. But uh, I did like the... I think my favourite thing about it was the adjustable triggers. Yeah. That set the, the distance that you needed to press the triggers down and then lock that in place. Uh, and that's the sort of thing that you definitely do if you were playing a shooter or whatever, or, or even a racer, you know, to get the power down quicker or, or whatever. It's... Um, that is quite cool, isn't it? It's, I, I like um, all that sort of There's a lot of things that, stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are being like all modular-based and all that stuff now. Like that, what's it, Project Aura, is it? The Google phone or whatever? Where it's like yeah, the, bits. There was a PC as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I think so. They're, they're like the whole modular-based stuff where, you know, it, like you don't have to replace the whole thing if something breaks. 
which makes sense to me. You just play, replace the part that's broken. I mean, th that makes so much more sense. Or you can just upgrade a certain part if you want, say, for instance, a better camera and, and, or something like that. Or, like I said, I want larger thumbsticks on my Elite controller or whatever. I can just do that. Um, I, I, th I think that's fantastic. It's such a good design, in my eyes, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, next. Uh, we are on to PS Plus, which has finally, finally been announced. Um, it was announced about 24 hours before the games were supposed to hit the store that they decided to change the date of when games would hit the store. Yeah, because God forbid we'd get something nearly a week before the States, buddy. <laughs> yeah. So... It's apparently now going to be the first Tuesday of every month rather than the first Wednesday, which uh, immediately pushed our PS Pluses to the following week. Yes, whereas if you're um, in the States, you would still have to wait till that following week because they get theirs on a Monday, I think, is it? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah so we would have got ours today and they would have got theirs on Monday and... Um, yeah, can't can't have that, mate. Can't be doing can't be doing that. We can't have stuff before them. That's crazy talk. <laughs> so anyway, here is the list of PS Plus games. Uh, bearing in mind, I think we've we we talked about the uh, Xbox Games with Gold last week. Yes, we uh, did. Was the big one was Creed? Black Flag, of yeah. course. Very cool. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, so the uh, if you're PS4, then you're uh, PS4 specific games are Rocket League, which uh, I've been playing the beta of, and is a radio-controlled <laughs> car football game. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it uh, is. Yeah. Why well, wouldn't you make a game like that? It's brilliant. Um, it's the sort of game that sounds cool, but isn't. But probably isn't. <laughs> um, it, it. I found it just finicky and annoying but um, we will certainly give it a go I think it'd be a fun po <laughs> if, if, if you were consistently drunk then you'd probably have a lovely time with Rocket Sounds League like a Friday. yeah we'll, we'll have a go with that and, uh, and we'll get back to you but uh, yeah radio controlled car football game yeah. Um, the other one, Sticks Master of Shadows. That's a um, sort of stealthy action game with orcs and stuff. That sounds quite interesting, and that's the one I'm pinning my hopes on uh, <laughs> this month. Um, I will find out on Tuesday. Uh, PS3, you've got Rain, uh, which is really old. Um, and then the... We get Geometry Wars Three Dimensions Evolved. That's the Vita one, I think. Yeah. Um, also on Vita, Mousecraft. That's the cross-platform, all platforms one. So PS4, PS3, and Vita get Mousecraft, uh, and then PS4 and PS Vita get Entwined, which was the game that Sony launched last E3, yeah, it was last uh, E3 in their conference it? and went, "It's out now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, cool. Um, also available, Drive Club PS Plus edition. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about course. that. Is it still offline only though? I, I haven't seen anything to suggest otherwise. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if they've turned any online features on yet, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. What do you make of this lineup then? Average. Agreed. Rocket League. I I tried loading up the beta, and my PlayStation sounded like it was gonna fucking take off and fly out the room. So I stopped that immediately. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to playing that. That should be funny. I think that'll be a stupid, like, maybe one or two games on a game night when we're all together. That'd be funny. Yeah. Um, I don't know anything about Sticks Master of the Shadows, so I'll have to YouTube that this week and possibly get prepared for it. I don't know. Um, I'm not really fussed about any of these at all. You know, I did. I I could have gone without them. I reckon, <laughs> which is a shame. Yeah, I uh, I think, frankly, what you're saying is, I couldn't give a fuck about any of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was being. Polite. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Don't give a shit. No. Um, hopefully, there'll be a little gem in there. Um, I I doubt it. It's been real poor last couple of months. We haven't had much joy with PS Plus. Um, Xbox getting stronger, PS Plus getting weaker. Um, but we shall see. Maybe Sticks will be that gem, and uh, we'll be waxing lyrical about that this time next week. Who nice. knows? Another thing about Xbox, uh, I noticed, uh, I think it was today or yesterday, that you could get a year subscription of Xbox Live for £19 on, was it, CD keys? I was like, that's very cheap for a year. Yeah, that's pretty special, actually. Yeah. Especially seeing as uh, they implemented all these new dashboard features on the PlayStation to allegedly tell you when your subscription is running out. (laughs) Um, And then last night I received an email saying that um, my PlayStation Plus had expired. No warning beforehand or anything, no messages through. I regularly get messages from that Discover section saying, oh, here's some information about power options. But no, <laughs> never. No no email, no email from Sony beforehand saying that that was about to run out or anything. Um, so, yeah. But uh, not great. No. Oh, well. We ended on a low. Not good. <laughs> no, sorry about that. <laughs> that is the end of the news. Das news. <laughs> Dein news. <laughs> Now it's time for Out This Week. Is there anything out this week? No, not really. Okay, cool. Brilliant. Uh, I'm just looking at it now, and two of them are in the PS Plus, (laughs) which is fine. Uh, They are. They are. uh, Geometry Wars 3 Dimension Evolved. Vita uh, is a PS Plus. the Rocket League one I included because it's coming out on PC as well. Okay, Obviously, yeah. that isn't in PS Plus. Yeah. Um, we've also got Numa. I'm going Numa there. What do you reckon? Yeah, it's not P Numa, is it? It's not P Numa. No. It's not Paul Newman. No. <laughs> um, so Numa Breath of Life. Yeah, nice. Is uh, coming out on PS4. 
Uh, it is a pretty looking first person adventure game. Um, it reminded me of sort of uh, obviously it, it isn't like this because it's not a point and click adventure but it reminded me of like mist and riven that sort of thing okay where you've got these really luscious environments but nothing moves in them nothing is really rendered and it's all sort of little puzzles find things on the screen and move on and stuff um looked quite interesting and very very pretty but um mixed reviews on steam for that so i suppose we'll just have to wait and see on that one mm. um as I said, Rocket League, uh, I mentioned that because it's coming out on PC the day it comes out on PlayStation Plus next Tuesday. And um, this is a little more interesting, Smite, the open beta of Smite on Xbox One. This is an Xbox exclusive, or console exclusive at least, MOBA. Woo! Um, for Xbox One. Yeah. And yeah, open beta, anyone can play. We like that. That means they're testing it properly rather than trying to get you to fucking pre-order anything. Yeah. Um, although, if you watch the trailer on YouTube, you will find uh, a series of members of the studio team telling you to pre-order certain things and telling you about all the different characters and microtransactions that are going to be involved. So that's not great. But, um, yeah, that's coming out on Wednesday this week. Smite, the open beta, free to download for everyone to give it a go on the Xbox One. And the last game that's coming out this week, uh, that I've got down on my list anyway, The Red Solstice. <laughs> it's coming out on Thursday. It is a retro-looking squad-based strategy shooter. So it looks a little bit like a sort of um, real-time XCOM, so not turn-based, but um, kind of real sort of retro graphics, kind of old-school sort of thing. Uh, looks like quite a cool little strategy game there. And um, yeah, quite cool. Nice. Not a bad week. Not great, though, I must say. No, one week we'll have, like, five triple A's. Yeah. And we can uh, go on all about them. Um, but, yeah, that's not this week. <laughs> no. And now it's time... For Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. Fuckwit Corner with Funk. He's getting really did hurt my voice a little. Um, it <laughs> sounded like it did. <laughs> it's not my natural singing voice, uh, if anyone was wondering. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> so, Funk keeps reeling off the questions, and we love him for it. Uh, and his first question this week uh, is more of a statement <laughs> that we will endeavour to help him with. Uh, we were hoping to inform him one way or the other last week whether or not he should fork out the cash on Elder Scrolls Online um, Funk starts this week with, I still don't know if I want Elder Scrolls Online I, th I think we covered it earlier really and the answer's gotta be no 
Uh, I don't think you want it. I don't think you want it. It's not your sort of game. No, it's not. Or mine. Yeah, and <laughs> it's that's barely the... ashes. Yeah, it's barely mine. Yeah, you're right. And like, I know that Funk is a massive fan of like these type of games. Like, he's he's all into The Witcher Three right now. And best bet is just to stick with that, buddy. I reckon this hasn't got the awesome co-opness that we thought it might have or we want it to have. So. Yeah, stick with The Witcher until a decent co-op fantasy game comes out, which I, I don't know what that will be, but it's it's not this one. It'll be the next Elder Scrolls game, if you ask me. You reckon? Yep. Okay. Follow up to Skyrim. I'll have co-op. Uh, that would be fucking awesome. I'd be all over that. Yeah. Uh, it's... I think, I think that you are after a a co-op Skyrim this is not that I don't think you've any interest in World of Warcraft or Guild Wars or anything like that and quite frankly this is not as good as either of those games um, nope so yeah no you don't want it I don't think you want it stay away I think we've done it <laughs> but we'll keep playing it and that will annoy you and eventually you might buy it <laughs> <laughs> that is true um, so next he says we used to play COD quite a bit and Battlefield now we don't why is that? Um, we don't play COD because it got shit we had it up to Modern Warfare 2 and that was kind of enough we didn't like Black Ops and then it was kind of more of the same Um, and we got a bit old and a bit jaded and we stopped playing with lots of strangers um, and Battlefield the reason we don't play Battlefield is because I hate Battlefield <laughs> so it's so true so I slowly just pushed everyone into not playing that game um, so what you're saying is we need to rise up and uh, beat down our suppressor <laughs> uh, I think I think that that will happen when Star Wars Battlefront comes out. I think so, too. I think that's when the next shooter that we'll probably all get into. One, mainly, because it's Star Wars, which is cool. Two, because it's Battlefield-esque. So that's going to be good. So there's going to be some familiarity there. But apparently, it's... (laughs) I I I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they're on about um, Battlefront and the way that vehicles spawn. So normally in Battlefield, you, they just spawn on the map, you go and get them. Whereas in this, it's... Uh, I don't know if it was the game mode that they were playing, uh, but they said that there would be all different types of power-ups within the level that you go and pick up, and you don't know what you get. So you might get, like, um, a, a shield, or you might get, like, an X-Wing. <laughs> Which is weird, so I'm I'm a bit worried about that. Um, they they seem to think that this this could be due to the fact that it's a Star Wars franchise, so it's going to pull pull in a lot of people that don't normally play like Battlefield games. So it's a bit more user friendly or easier. So like everyone gets a turn in everything instead of just certain people always running and jumping in the same vehicle, which I can kind of understand, but I don't know. 
It's a bit odd. Sounds fucking great to me. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Bearing in mind, the last shooter I was really good at was Unreal Tournament 2004. <laughs> I don't think um, it's that kind of... But yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. The more user-friendly, the better, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But no, to be honest, we've got... We've got Battlefront and Rainbow Six coming out at the end of the year, and I would imagine that we will buy both of those games, and that will probably revitalize our faith in shooters. I, you could argue that with the the um, the ghosts and then Advanced Warfare for Call of Duty, the 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 horror show of the Battlefield Four launch, that we are kind of with it well within our rights to be. So yeah, we'll jump true. ship on shooters for a little while. Um, I suspect that <laughs> this this uh, autumn to winter it will be pulled back in. Yeah, I hope so because I want to shoot dudes in the face again. Uh, I miss it. Yeah, played some blacklight for a while, didn't we? Yeah, we did. That was good, but I, I don't know. We just we did. I think we went on one night, and it was just like stupidly laggy and unplayable. And since then, we we haven't gone back. But, yeah. yeah, one word, buddy. Uh, v sync. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? That was terrible, wasn't it? And also, was it is it Zombie Studios or whatever the the company that made it? They've gone under now or something, I think, as well. So I don't yeah. know how the support for that's working. And I don't know. But yeah, shooting dudes in the face. Bring it on. I want it. <laughs> uh, Funk's final question for Fuckwick Corner I agree with you that Batman is a complete titty biscuit <laughs> so what if any superhero games do you like do you like any superhero games I suppose you count your Lego franchises do you so you got your Marvel and that that you quite like playing with Milo and that. So yeah, I don't really class them as superhero. They're just Lego games, though. They're not they're like, Lego games. Yeah, they're not yeah. specific. Like because I'll play any of the like the Lego games. I I bought Lego The Hobbit this week because it was on sale um, in the US um, store for six. Because <laughs> it was quid. on sale. Um, so yeah, I'll just play any kind of Lego game. I ain't fast. I can't think of any superhero games that spring to mind like ever that I've liked to be honest like even all the way back to the older consoles um, I can't think of any I can't think of anything that I was ever into in terms of superhero franchises and stuff can you? the only thing I can think of really is like I mean gaming like it was they had their own superheroes in it like it it wasn't like your comic book superheroes They, they were their own identity like you know, like Duke Nukem or whatever. You know, Earthworm Jim. These, these are yeah. These are superheroes. Better than a fucking geezer in a cape <laughs> pretending to be a bat. <laughs> exactly. He's just got loads of money. It's a fucking blue hedgehog who can run really fast. At least that's a fucking superpower. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I know. Like the whole. The superhero film franchise and stuff, and like it's all like booming and stuff. But yeah, there there, there really hasn't been any like magnificent games um, with so-called superheroes in. But like I said, there's there's countless amounts of superheroes in games. They're just not classed as superheroes. Well, aren't there like loads of comic book like spin-offs and shit from like? Um, 
uh, games like there's all like the Halo comics and stuff like that. If that's what we're talking about, superheroes in that, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose it doesn't really count. I mean, the superhero thing. I totally agree with you. There, there are far better superheroes already existing in the video game world that that com- uh, completely outstrip movie superheroes. But I mean, the, the biggest problem you've had with these games over the years is that they're franchised off to, tie-ins you know, they're well. peddled off to shite, yeah, shit tie-ins. Yeah. Loads of most most of these games have been toilet over the years. Um, uh, I, I I literally cannot think of a good um, sort of like Marvel game or anything like that. Um, I think there was an X Men game on the Mega Drive that I quite liked. Um, I can't remember what that was called. Um, I feel like it's a matter of time, though. Someone's going to pick up that uh, Avengers license and do yeah. something with it. You know, in the same way that DICE are turning Battlefield into Battlefront and making this incredible game. I feel like, you know, Marvel's got so big now that, that these these movies are the annual blockbusters well, more often Maybe than not. they'll go off and make their own thing, like LucasArts and whatever did. I don't know. Maybe they'll just make their yeah, own maybe. fucking games company, but yeah, we'll, we'll just do it ourselves. And what a great studio they were. Oh, Gibbons, buddy. They were fucking awesome. But I, I love the fact that, like, you, you know, they had... Yeah, your standard, well, not standard, but they're like the Star Wars times. But then they had like a complete different, like, creative aspect as well in LucasArts with like, um, uh, Monkey Island and Monkey all Island, all that lot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, tangent. Yeah, back to the question. <laughs> uh, the question. Yeah, the answer to your question is no. no. Yeah. No. No. No, I don't like any superhero games, yeah. uh, but I would love it if a decent, solid studio got hold of the Avengers license and made something because there's so much great lore and there are so many great characters there. It's it's absolutely ripe for the picking for a decent, solid game studio to put something spectacular out. Um, but up until this point, that hasn't happened and I have no news of anything like that happening. So Maybe in the future. have a question for us here at the justice for gamers podcast every week we'll be ending the show with questions and comments sent in by you pop us a message on one of our social media sites or send an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com and we'll do our best to sort you out and now it's time for questions and answers how many we got this week buddy come on we got two that'll do one from my girlfriend and one from fictional Johnny Briggs. Ah, uh, Johnny Briggs. Good old Johnny. Um, so the f- <laughs> I don't know if you want to put that in or not. The first question uh, is from Ellen, uh, and she says, Have you seen Alison Road? And what do you think? Yes, it can fuck off. Why did you say that? I don't want to be scared. I don't like it. I watched, like... <laughs> I don't know, a minute or two of like the YouTube thing, uh, obviously the YouTube video, not thing. And I was just like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. 
I'm alright. I don't need this in my life. Have you still got PT on your PlayStation? Yeah, of course I have. I haven't touched it though, and I probably won't. <laughs> Too scared. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, we started playing Outlast together, me and you. Um, I feel like these games are kind of ripe for... Stupid co-op like, amusement. Share play. Yeah, yeah. okay. I'll do, I'll do it with you then. Yeah, that'd be fine. We'll do that. Maybe we should go through PT together. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, uh, if you don't know what this is, uh, and I didn't until Ellen sent me this message a few hours ago, uh, this is a spiritual successor to the PT demo, which was the promo for Silent Hills. Um, you probably are, are aware of the Konami debacle uh, with Kojima and, well, I say you're probably aware, no one really knows what the fuck's going on still, <laughs> but uh, Silent Hills has essentially been cancelled and PT was yoinked from the store. Um, but, yeah, a selection of fans and uh, various people have got involved and um, they're making this game, Allison Road, which is a, a bit of a homage to to the PT demo with a very realistic looking house, lots of jump scares and so on. It looks very cool. Graphically, it looks very nice. The way you can pick, well, not pick stuff up, but, you know, highlight things and manipulate them. It's very smart looking, I must say. It is. It is. Um, hard to tell at this point what it's going to be, whether it's going to be... Um, I mean, you can certainly guarantee there'll be a lot of hype surrounding it. It'll have no problems with marketing uh, when it's launching. But uh, good old piggy. I think most people, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think most people uh, who are fans of the old Silent Hill games um, and Kojima uh, and Del Toro would probably suggest they'd much rather have that troop back together and working back on what they whatever they were doing beforehand. But as a compromise, as a as a backup, as something that gives people hope in the uh, horror franchise, something to look forward to. Uh, this looks cool, and as you said, looks really good graphically and so on. So, yeah. I mean, the bottom line is we'll probably bottle it. We probably won't play it anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Yeah, that will happen. It will happen. Uh, and finally this week, a question from Johnny Briggs, uh, who asks... Uh, is there anything new to look forward to on F1 2015? Um, obviously, he's aware of the fact that we're going to end up with this thing and um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wants to know obviously. if there's any new stuff to look forward to here. Have you seen any of the... Um, it was kind of weird. They didn't show anything in any conference. There was no um, mention of it in any of the the conference or the promos or anything but it was playable on the floor and and there are sort of sort of semi-professional or, or even amateurish sort of fan sites that captured footage the bulk of footage on youtube is is a camera filming a television rather than a direct feed there are a couple of direct feeds in there as well but have you seen any? Have you seen anything of this game? It's coming out like next week, or <laughs> like, there's just yeah, been like no footage at all. No, I I've seen like a few images. Um, I think I think I saw some new ones like last week. And I was like, yep, racing cars, looks good, cool. 
But yeah, I, li I haven't seen any like actual gameplay footage, uh, which is surprising, like you say, because it's out next week-ish. There's a couple of direct feeds. There's nothing like with a developer talking you through what they've been doing or anything like that. They've been... It's very weird. I think it's really strange. Like, I like that Codemasters tend to keep things close to their chest for a long time. You know, they'll announce games five months before they come out and they don't tend to talk about them miles in advance when they don't really know what they've pinned down yet. But at the same time, this is highly anticipated, this thing, because they skipped next gen last year. So... And possibly the year before. I th we, we've never had an F1 game on these consoles. Uh, yeah, it's, it's finally coming one. out. And yeah. There must be loads of people who are really excited about this. And it's, it really is like pulling teeth, finding out information about it. Um, I've watched pretty much everything that there is on YouTube and, and read pretty much everything that there is to read. Um, in terms of new features and that sort of thing, um, apparently they've kind of revamped the career mode. Um one of the major changes there's there's there seems to be the whole um, build up commentary now um with uh you know talking you around the track and all of that sort of thing which sort of harks back to the old PS1 F1 games with Murray Walker in there um you know they've what rendered I would all of the like to see in these games is like a tutorial not a tutorial but like you know a a guided lap you know, which talks you like as you go around. It talks you through how to take each corner and things like that, and, and where where to break and things like that. Because they no like you always get like the racing line thing, like where it's like red or green, like for braking and stuff. But you know, like it would be nice to go around, like like you're you're saying that they do like the flyby and talk you through or whatever. But like to actually like. Whilst you're going around, like, this is what you need to do here, you know. Or, like, different things like where to overtake and, like, where's the best place to overtake and things like that. Because it's just left... I know you don't want to have, like, death by, like, tutorial in games, but I think it would be, like, a nice option to go into it and find these things out. Yeah. It would be cool. That would be cool, yeah. I mean, if you, even if you watch the television coverage, you at least get... Um, well, normally you'll have uh, someone commentating you through the, the pole lap and saying about each turn and that. And uh, Coulthard does a really good job of that on the BBC coverage. Um, yeah. Yeah, it would be nice. One thing I have noticed that they've kind of made a big effort on this year that we always thought was lacking in previous F1 games is the presentation. The The fact that all the way through that last gen, uh, they never bothered to render the drivers or the podium or anything. <laughs> yeah, like, that was just insanity, you know? What a big deal. That's your reward for winning the race. And you're, you're driving a game where... <laughs> yeah, you might you might have done 75 laps. It let you do that. And yeah. then at the end, it's just like guy in your ear goes oh well done great race and then Thanks, it just cuts Pittman. to a menu with the results well they've rendered all of the drivers now they've rendered the podium they've rendered the um, the paddock properly they've also at the start of the race as well before the uh, before the warm up lap so you'll have all the people with the umbrellas and the mechanics on the grid and the cameramen and everything they've really gone to town on the atmosphere which is great um, graphically, um, it looks nice. Uh, I, 
I was trying to, I really was trying to compare it to Project Cars. There's a nice video of um, a, a, a few laps of Spa on there, which is a, is one of the F1 tracks that you can drive on Project Cars. And I actually watched the YouTube video and and sort of loaded up Project Cars and was kind of driving it at the same time and <laughs> comparing notes. Um, <laughs> It looks very nice. It doesn't look spectacular. Uh, the weather weather looks nice without being incredible. Um, it's solid 1080-60, which is lovely. Um, yes, that's what you want. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, and we're gonna like it. Um, there's the different tracks on there, and and the cars look rend- render really nice. It's uh, still gonna AI come looks... down to the handling of the cars and things, really. Yeah, that's the big thing and in these games, or in this game. They anyway, they nailed it on 2011. Yeah, um, 2012, we, it was a little bit jarring. We had a bit of bother with. Um, I think the bottom line is we're not gonna know until we 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 start racing, to be honest. But. Um, I don't think there's a great deal of new stuff there. We've been trying to find out whether there's co-op career because that was something we really enjoyed doing before online. Yeah. Um, no news on that at this point. Uh, I would hope that it's there because why would you abandon it when you've held off on releasing a, a, a new gen version for so many years? It, it doesn't make much sense to me. But you know they've, they've essentially had three years of development on this thing when they're used to one. So. It should be absolutely mind-blowing, but whether it actually is or not, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. We shall see. But, uh, yeah. Looks cool. But it does look more of the same with some bells and whistles. So if you're expecting um, amazing innovation, I don't think that's what you're going to get. No. Hmm. So I think that'll about do us on this week's episode. Have you had a nice time, Ash, in the um, sweltering conditions of England? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been fucking brilliant. I'm just like sweating so much. It's yeah, it's it's great. This is just what I want to be doing right now. <laughs> Sitting. With Normally, I have several wee breaks during the uh, podcast recording. Haven't needed to do that. Just sweating it all out. Sweating no the piss out, mate. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yep. Yeah. I love to sweat piss. Huge fan. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, I'm really enjoying having all the doors and windows closed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to end. Um, thank you very, very much for listening. Uh, you can find us at justiceforgamers.com. Uh, or Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or come find us on Twitter. We are at Justice for Gamer. Uh, we're also on YouTube. We're a selection of random letters and numbers, so just search Justice for Gamers. And we're also on Google Plus if that is how you choose to live your life. Um, please come and join us next time round. We publish this every Sunday, uh, ready for the week's work and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Uh, I am Alex. I've been joined by my good friend Ash. Hello and goodbye. And goodbye. Nach London und Paris Würdet ihr auch weiter Wir wegen Paradies
You've been listening to the Justice for Gamers podcast with Ash and me, Alex. We release this every Sunday night so you can preload it for the week ahead. To find out more, head to justiceforgamers.com, Facebook forward slash Justice for Gamers, or Twitter at Justice for Gamer. If you have anything interesting to say, pop an email to contact at justiceforgamers.com, and if you could write us a review on iTunes, we'd be forever in your debt. Have a cracking week, and we'll catch you next time.